Hi, this is Michael, and welcome to the podcast. This podcast is for athletes to get better results, and there's a lot of ways to do it. Part of that, the big, big part of that is mastering your mindset, and that's what this podcast is all about. So it is just after Thanksgiving 2022, and I'm thinking about the holiday season, and I was thinking about this today, and what really came to mind was this idea of seasons, not just in nature, not just in life, but in sports. If you think about it, all sports have seasons. There's very few sports where it's played year-round at an intense level the entire time. It's just not really the way it's set up. So that basically nature and sports and the way everything's been set up through creation is this natural cycle. So if you think about spring, summer, winter, fall, it's very, very much the same in sports. But what I decided to do is break this down more into three stages or three cycles, and I call it growth, stasis, and atrophy. So much more in sort of biological terms, which is pretty much the way nature works too. We decided to put four in there, four seasons, but I really think there's only three, and I'll tell you why. If you think about it, in nature, things are growing, so that's spring and summer together that's growing. Right around midsummer things tend to plateau out. And we're talking about like plants here. Think about a tree. There's a period where it's just in stasis or static, where it's reached this really nice plateau. It's thriving. Everything's fine. No more growth really needs to happen. And then what happens is what we call atrophy or decline. And what happens is that things, the leaves shrivel up, it starts to, to die, essentially. The, the tree doesn't die, but it goes into this atrophy or phase where it just kind of chills out, obviously for the winter, because there's going to be a lot less sunlight. So the leaves aren't necessary. The tree sheds the leaves so it can save energy. So it goes into this atrophy or sort of backstep phase. And that happens in the fall and winter. So it's really only three stages. So it's growth stasis and atrophy. And so I was thinking about this as sort of like the natural order of things and that we humans imitate this in all aspects of life. Animals do this too, growth, stasis, atrophy, and the ultimate atrophy is death. Of course, the ultimate growth is birth. So again, growth, stasis, and atrophy. And what I want to talk about today in terms of athletics is realizing that this is a fact of nature, a fact of life, you can't fight it. You can be very, very growth-oriented through your willpower, um, and, but there's, you have to sleep, right? So you're basically stuck in this human body, and it's, it's, it's limited. So I just want to point it out. There's a fact of nature, uh, growth, stasis, and atrophy are hardwired into the human body. There's kind of nothing you can do about it. It's all kind of hardwired into our psyche as well, but we can have a lot of control over that, maybe push more toward the growth. But today what I want to do is illustrate growth, stasis, and atrophy in a couple of different situations. So here's the example. Um, let's say that a batter is doing pretty well and he's in a game, and a really, really tough relief pitcher gets put in basically right before he goes up to bat. And let's say that this player is afraid of this pitcher. This pitcher's really good. So he was confident, and now the batter's lost some confidence. And this is this immediate 
sort of hardwired response to, I'll call it danger, what happens is the batter actually goes into this atrophy or backstep phase where he doesn't puff his chest out. He doesn't step up to the plate with confidence. He's a little shy, and you can even tell in his posture. So what's happened is an actual sort of shrinking of his, his posture. You can see it literally in his posture, shrinking of confidence, doesn't want to take a chance because there's this fear that, well, if I swing really hard at his pitches, like this guy's so good, um, you know, I might strike out. I'm going to be really hesitant and be really, really cautious. And of course, what this does is it sets up the batter for failure. So that's an example of in the moment during the game of atrophy or backstepping. Now, with some sports psychology training, you can activate within this uh, batter the growth, sort of the growth aspect. And what this batter can do is when this pitcher, relief pitcher, is surprisingly called up, the batter can say, all right, let's go, bring it on, and literally puff up his chest, maybe kind of have a swagger in his bat before he steps up to the plate, maybe stare at the pitcher, have this kind of attitude that uh, the great Reggie Jackson of the Yankees had um, when he talked about it's a war between the batter and the pitcher. And you can have that sort of warrior mindset and kind of psych out that pitcher. And that is an example of using your willpower to go into the growth phase and push past the natural body uh, desire to shrink in the face of danger and just really activate your courage. And you can do that literally through your posture and activating maybe some negative thoughts about the pitcher, whatever's going to get you into that zone, that sort of growth or attack zone. So that same batter could get up to this intimidating pitcher and knock one out of the park um, because he's capable. He's in the major leagues. Okay, So that's an example of, um, of growth and atrophy. Now I'll talk a little bit maybe about stasis. Let's say that the same uh, baseball player, this batter, has hit a batting average of 300, which is good. And this batter looks around at his peer group and remember that our results are really based on the expectations of our peer group. One way to level up your results is get around a peer group that makes you uncomfortable, that pushes you, that has a lot better results than you. But let's take this batter and let's say that he has a 300. He's reached this 300 and he maybe celebrates. He relaxes a bit, kind of like the tree does in summer. Hey, things are going pretty good. I don't have to grow anymore. I've hit my 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 optimum level. Um, I got some status. Uh, my teammates like me. I got a pat on the back. And nothing's really pushing him to go beyond the 300. I was looking this up before the podcast, but there's a batter for the St. Louis Cardinals back in 2016. Forget the guy's name now, but he hit a 500 batting average. That's crazy. It was only for a couple games, but it is possible. So why doesn't this batter, who's reached 300, push for 400 or push for even 500? Why? Because there's really no motivation. Because 300 is really, really good. There's no motivation, no fear drive to push him. There's no uh, carrot or something released like, you know, bonus, maybe... If a team, maybe if a manager said, hey, you get a $100,000 bonus for hitting 400, this guy would probably hit it. I don't know. But the point is here, that's an example of stasis or hitting a plateau 
where basically you think everything is fine and there's no motivation to grow. Uh, you don't want to go back down. You don't want to atrophy because you like that level. But this is a great example for whatever sport that you're playing. If you're getting good results and if you're at a level where you're proud of that your peer group thinks that you're great and there's really no motivation for you to put yourself in tougher situations, put yourself in situations where you're going to lose so that you can grow, right? So if you're at that plateau level, be careful. Don't get too comfortable there. Reach for the stars, reach higher. And the way to do that is to, again, like I said earlier, get around a peer group that is getting a lot better results than you. And that you you might be really embarrassed at first, but the, these people are going to push you to to greatness, really. Another way to do it to get beyond that plateau is to think about what your higher purpose is for your sport. Like if somebody point blank asked you right now, why are you doing your sport? Could you tell them? I mean, maybe it's, well, uh, I don't know. It's fun. I like it. I like the fitness. Like that's cool. But unless you have like a compelling answer to that, that's going to inspire people or make them emotional or make you emotional, I would really encourage you, if you don't have an answer to that question, why do you do your sport, and it's not profound, you really want to think about that. and You want to write out, brainstorm on paper, some ideas of why you actually do your sport. And if you start to get to reasons like it is setting example for others of here's my journey where I came from really, really lack of fitness to this amazing physique. Like maybe I could tell that story. And in telling that story, I'm going to inspire hundreds of people. And those hundreds of people change and inspire hundreds more. And there's this ripple effect. And if I don't tell my story, and if I don't um, keep on doing my sport, then I'm making, I'm, I'm not making the world a better place. Like if you can think on that kind of a level, like uh, there's that famous uh, Joe DiMaggio quote where this reporter asked him, you know, why do you keep playing this game? Like what, 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 what inspires you? And, and he said, every single day when I'm in the stadium and there's, you know, thousands of people there, there's one kid, one new young baseball fan who's watching me play for the very first time ever. And I owe it to that kid to, to give it my best right? So think about like some kid in the stadium watching his hero and, you know, he strikes out three times. The kids can be like, oh man, you know, Joe DiMaggio, I thought he was great. So what Joe DiMaggio did is he upped the stakes. He moved, moved it beyond himself. And he's like, I got to perform. I got to inspire this kid because that kid's going to inspire other kids. And again, this ripple effect, right? So that's how you can get out of that, that plateau, that plateau state or stasis. Okay, I want to use, give you another example of, um, of, of basically th this batter again. Um, and, and here's what it is. This, is. this is where we get into the growth, the natural kind of growth or attack phase. Let's say that this batter, is, he's batting 250. He's on a roll. He's, he's cranking some homers. And he's getting kudos from his teammates. And so, but he hasn't hit 300 yet. And he, he has it in his mind that like, you know, if I hit 300, I'm going to be great. And so he really it just really pushes himself. And there's this internal belief system, which says, I'm on a roll. I'm getting confidence. I'm, I don't really feel that I'm going to be great until I hit the 300 number. Like for some reason, that's his belief. 
and that's going to drive him internally in his belief systems that 250 is not good enough, and he's going to get the external kudos from his teammates, and he's going to feel this sort of this high of, of momentum of being on a roll. All of that is going to drive him toward growth. So when I'm telling this story of growth, stasis, and atrophy, pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a natural kind of default tendency for desire to growth, a natural default tendency to stay at, be at a plateau or stasis, and a natural sort of hardwired primal default tendency to atrophy and backstep in the face of danger, in the face of maybe feeling daunted by a situation. Okay? I, it's really important to say that and understand that so that if you're feeling growth, if you're feeling stasis, if you're feeling atrophy, this is a normal hardwired thing into you. The key is you have this incredible intellect and willpower and awareness, right? That you're not just your body, you're the spirit, this person who can um, overcome, you know, temporary states of pain and temporary blockages in psychology. And so if you can master uh, this willpower of saying, you know, I can master growth. When I am, say, batting 300, I'm going for 400. Or if you're, I don't know, a triathlete and you have a time in a particular uh, event and you're, you're like really proud of it and say, okay, well, great, I've achieved growth, but now I'm kind of now at this plateau or stasis phase where I've hit my personal best, but I'm not pushing myself. I'm not up in my training. Why? Why is that? Right? Why not get break your personal best? Right, so that's an example of you stepping in on yourself, on your normal hard wiring to kick back and relax, and push yourself even higher. And a way to get out of that, which I mentioned before, is get around people that are a lot better than you, and then you're going to feel <laughs> insufficient, and you're going to want to up your game. Right. So another example of stepping in um, to your hard wiring is noticing your atrophy or your back step. And and by the way, there is a you can you can master that in a way in which you own the atrophy and own the decline and the backstep, and that's what happens in the off season. There's a lot of athletes who feel guilty about taking that backstep in the off season and recharging. And I would say master that, own that, you know, love it. I really really relish that backstep because you're in control because it's off season, right? But that will inevitably happen during your season as well and during your going your career you're going to have back steps and the way you master that is understanding that like you can't be perfect you can't bat a thousand right like it's just not possible and not feeling bad about the back steps when they come up and just and just knowing that you can get back out of it um so that's uh, that's basically it today. I wanted to talk about seasons. I've been thinking about the holiday season, like it's winter here in Naples, Florida, where I live. And it's funny because like it's hot and warm here. So it's kind of like an endless summer, but you can notice the subtle changes in the seasons here. So again, growth, stasis, and atrophy are is the way the earth is set up, the way nature's set up the way the seasons are set up and the way that your body's set up and the way that we've been kind of psychologically wired to believe that um, 
that we have to obey these these natural default primal urges of growth, stasis, and atrophy. Uh, yes and no, right? So it's like some of it's natural, like you got to sleep and that's atrophy backstep. That's like recharging, right? Um, but a lot of it is just realizing like, where are you and what's possible for you? Can you grow more? If you're in a plateau, can you push yourself? If you're feeling uh, like a backstep, um, notice that, hey, you're only human. Sure, give yourself some grace, but then get back into it. You know, find a coach that can get you out of that um, that funk, right? And get back to it. So go to michaelseeley.com, check out my services there, and uh, love to talk to you. All right, everyone, please be well. Thanks for listening.